0: Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the
1: bit, Louisa Barton. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. How sexy you are
2: picture.
3: Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, in the studio with guest co-host Katie Joe Zidema.
2: Hi guys, she asked me back. I did, and she
3: came with a elf hat. Yeah, I'm an elf today. She, you're the cutest elf I've ever seen. Duh. I'm so glad she returned. To guest co-host Paulette is out this week. Um, she actually had a doctor's appointment, but she promised me she'd be back in 2021, which is not very far away. This is our special holiday show this week. We're excited that we have some great things for you in this show. Um, we are going to have a quick mention now, though, for air show jumping, because the show is coming up in January at Florida Horse Park. Bill Worthington, you should be watching. I know it's going to be an absolutely fantastic show, January 6th to 10th, and January 13th to 17th, Ocala's Boutique Horse Show, and that is at that wonderful venue, the Florida Horse Park, that we love so much. So it's going to be a great show. Uh, We're going to do a lot to bring you as much coverage from that show as we possibly can. But before we carry on, I need to ask Katie Jo if she will move over one seat just one seat over and then I need to call in somebody Um, and she's actually the director of the show Um, Gigi 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 Gigi. Gigi no that's terrible isn't it you're horrible why come on you have to come over here she has never microphone on so you might not be able to hear her. but that's okay because she might be gonna cuss me out You don't want to say that. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm imaginary. I'm not here. She got me a Prezi, so I'm going to open the Prezi. Um, She also got me some lovely homemade, well, we call them biscuits in England, but you call them cookies in America. Wait a minute. Biscuits
2: are cookies in England?
3: Oh, yeah. You didn't know that? Dang it. I didn't know that. I used to read those
2: books written in Europe, and I always thought that biscuit meant biscuit.
3: I'm teaching you some proper British banter. Now I know. She also made me a concoction in the green bottle that you can't see because it's green. Yeah, we weren't thinking it this far ahead. Might so no. be a nice <laughs> concoction. Um, anyway, so I've got my biscuits and then I have a Prezi here from her. But before we get to that, about a week ago we had business after hours and we had the festival of trees. That's actually one of the trees. Um, if you're watching us on Facebook at the Horse Talk Show, you'll see the tree. Her and her boyfriend Matt were looking oh at my God! <laughs> and actually, I was bidding on this tree.
2: That's a hottie. I Good job.
3: <laughs> Get a girl. He's also actually a veteran, so that's pretty awesome. So
2: he's a hottie and a hero.
3: Yeah, a, ho- a hottie <laughs> hero. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: can't find one of those actually, every day. He's a
3: lovely chap as well. I met him. He's delightful. Gigi may I not love. always agree because she has to live in the same <laughs> house as him, but I'm sure he has the same things about me. Like, oh God, can't she go away for like? Five minutes, please. But Matt, thank you for your service, because we greatly appreciate our veterans. And um, so anyway, Gigi came to me, I don't know, what about three months ago? Roughly. And she was trying to choose a place to intern for CF. Yes. And poor girl, she must have been scraping the barrel, (laughs) because she ended up with us at the horse talk show. And she jumped in, like, feet first. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, she did. Stop it, Ian! (laughs) No, she did. She jumped in, and she's been such an asset that I had to hire her. So starting in January, she'll actually be part-time on payroll, hopefully eventually full-time. And I'm really excited to have you, Gigi. She's been amazing. So anyway, I tried to bid on this wretched tree, and I was bidding against Dawn Bowman, who is a really good friend of mine who works at CP. (laughs) And anyway, we got up to like 150 plus or so dollars. And then she said, but I have this special spot for it in the office. And then the competition spirit went out of me, and kindness kicked in. And I said, OK, I'm not going to bid anymore." (laughs) So me and my friends and family all ransacked Ocala to find a four-foot tree and to buy all these decorations to make a tree that looked like that tree to give to Gigi. But would you believe there are no pre-lit four-foot Christmas trees left on Amazon, or at Walmart. Or Did you try Amazon. Lowe's? We tried everywhere. Nine. Mm. So So this is what
4: she was talking about being sneaky. Yes.
3: <laughs> so in total frustration, wonderful Anne, Greg's mom, uh-huh. actually managed to find a pre-lit wreath. <laughs> so <laughs> we stayed oh. up all night. So that's why you didn't want to come <laughs> <laughs> So, you no, know, you have to bring You're it. you make me cry. We've we actually got Greg here from Loco Graphics, who whose mom actually is the one who found the pre-lit read, so actually it does light up. Um, You're making me cry, I'm ugly so crying. <laughs> no, no, no. This is so gorgeous. Isn't Thank it so much. beautiful? So anyway, the only addition to the tree is I got some British Christmas crackers. Oh, I heard about those. And attached yes. those to make it a British flair. Um, oh, my God. So, um, there you go.
1: With you. that being said, I'm not going to allow her to do that to you and you don't have something to do back to her. So oh. I actually have something for her.
4: Oh, God. oh yes, oh. yes!
3: <laughs> Payback. Oh, this is terrible. Payback. Oh, got a prezi. What do you think? Did I dig does it look this. enough like the tree? <laughs> it does. It's it going to be a I feel like she can use that
5: year
2: side. round also. <gasps>
3: oh.
0: Shut
2: up. That's awesome. That is fantastic.
0: So this is for your set.
3: Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> That's awesome.
3: GG. <Gigi>, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you.
2: That's a great gift.
3: Oh, oh my God. Where did you have that made at? Ah. <laughs> Woo! Locographic. I bet Loco Graphics made this. That's all very awesome.
2: Isn't that That's amazing? amazing.
3: There's a light up? <laughs> Red light. That horse is oh, kinda, No, not that. That horse is kinda sexy. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to stay and be studio audience? We're terribly dangerous. Apparently. <laughs> this is amazing. Keith, will you take some photos, please? This is absolutely brilliant. You might have outdone the Reese. <laughs> This is fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. Well, thank you to want Gigi to use mine? and Greg. Yeah. It's you're absolutely gosh, gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> He's the photographer. It's amazing. A photographer. Yes. <laughs> now anyway, back to the show. Gigi, Merry Christmas. Merry thank Christmas you for to everything you. you've done. And I said to Greg, oh. if you want to take everything off the reef and put it on a tree, you can. But well, we didn't have our tree out this year because of our cats. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so that's even better so, than a tree. So that's actually perfect. Cats. I was thinking if Jan. that that's little awesome. sunflower tree was like, if we had that, our cat would have been all up in it and
4: destroying it. So and you actually
3: me. talked yourself out of the tree. <laughs> yes. Which is actually a god thing because now we have a wreath that you can hang high enough for cat. Yeah. So the cannot cat. get to it. Yes. The cat's already knocked down some of the stockings. So oh, brilliant. <laughs> so Merry Christmas. Thank Merry. you for all you do. You're amazing. And Don't forget to open yours now. No, I shall. And, and Katie Joe is going to come back. Yes. And we're going to put you back <laughs> as director. Um, there you go. So, um, I want to just put up some seedy, photographs seedy people. Of, yes, of my truck. Thank you. Um, which is uh, amazing, by the way. Um, and I'm going to get some better photos of it. But, um, Cap- it turned Cap- out great. Yes. Um, so, this is Loco Graphics Wrap. And actually, they didn't really like my logo, and I didn't either. So they sort of redesigned it. Yeah,
2: I actually like it better. Much did you, better. Did you do the changes to it?
3: Yeah, Freddie at Logo Because I
2: really like it. What I really like is if a horse could be a person, I think that horse might be you. It is. It's kind of got the dark hair, and it's kind of cute, and like, nice and you kind of sexy. Kind of sexy.
3: So I think that, I mean, it's... it's. could be me. Yeah. Yeah, why not? I think so.
2: But isn't it beautiful? I think it's awesome. So mm-hmm. they It would have better with me
3: in it. Oh, yeah, we should see, but you, see? Were, you were a slacker. You I could have
2: been right there in, in the back. back.
3: That's Abby Slaven, actually, which is awesome. Um, look how Christmassy we look with the wreath back. Yeah. Hey, we made Gigi cry. Yeah, you did good. Awesome. Um So, local graphics, um, really impacting customers. You're a driving billboard, for certain, all around town. So, um, just make sure that you get wrapped. Oh, and speaking of wrapping, we've got to wrap it up, but... Well, Tom Schmidt will have to have a fit, because we have to say Merry Christmas to Debbie Janes, and you're going to sing, right?
2: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I just wanted to be on the radio. Happy birthday, dear Debbie Janes. Happy birthday to you. I'll be here all night, you guys. Call in to request more.
3: Yeah. Tips are welcome. We gotta go or we're gonna be in trouble. We'll be back in just a few minutes with Dr. Wrap your horse trailer instead of painting it. It's faster, easier and cheaper. Local graphics. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Okay. We wrapped our we're boat back in a bit. Stay with us.
6: Dr. Mike Smith,
3: you're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Look at that sexy
2: hay picture right there.
3: (laughs) So we're on to the vet segment, and we've got Dr. Adam Kayot joining us from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Dr. Kayot, welcome back to the show. Lovely to have you with us.
1: Pleasure, as always.
3: So we had a couple of comments and questions from viewers last week, and we ran out of time with these fun live segments where we just sort of throw it at you and see if you can answer it. (laughs) So Marla Faust um, actually made a comment and messaged us that her horse trampled her and ran off. Thankfully, she's okay, But the vet thinks that she Uh either, yes, has spine pain or Lyme meningitis, um, is there a surgery for cervical spinal stenosis? Is that the same thing
2: as kissing spine? The I don't know. The short
1: answer is yes.
3: Yes. There is is there that is the surgery. same as kissing spine?
1: What's that? That's not kissing spine. No. no. Okay. So cervical stenosis is basically an instability in the spine that causes compression in the spinal cord thus leading to uh, um, neurologic issues. Now, there is kissing spine, which uh, I don't know exactly how this relates to this horse, but kissing spine is actually where the dorsal processes of the um, spinal, you know, the, the, the uh, backbone, so to speak.
2: So Basically a buildup of small bone spurs
1: touch each other and they right. quote unquote kiss and that can cause some pain uh some horses um react to it more severely than others some of them have it and never bothers them some of them have it and they can't be ridden it bothers them so much um there are sur- there's surgery for both of those uh types of problems um with uh the the Cervical, you know, instability, Mm -hmm. um, varying degrees of success. Um, You know, the reports are that 40, about 40 to 90% improve. Well, that doesn't, what does improve mean? Well, that just means better than what they were, right? So they still might be dangerous. They might be neurologic um, to be around. Um, And of those that uh, improve, uh, anywhere between twelve and sixty percent of those actually can return to work. Now that's a big range. On the low end, that's quite a range. Twelve mm-hmm. percent, and it's it's a pretty um, significant surgery. It's a long recovery, obviously. Uh,
2: in your experience, in your experience, do horses that suffer from these things run over their owners more? In your experience, do horses that suffer from these things? Run over their owners more and act out.
1: <laughs> Not necessarily the neurologic ones. No, uh, that doesn't necessarily. Um, I was thinking have a that, problem. but I didn't want to However, say it. Um,
3: the but you ones know, it's painful.
1: Kissing spine, probably. Um, can be very reactive, especially if you're if going you're sitting to on them. Saddle them up, or cinch mm-hmm. a girth, or any of those things. Typically, the ones that um, have the you know what we call wobbler syndrome. They aren't aren't necessarily any more prone to um, bolt or uh, take out their owner or handler. Um,
3: But any time horses have painful backs, they tend to be more likely to be paranoid about being ridden or saddled. That's when you're on them. Yeah, or going to get on them, which saddle would be the precursor for the did our person
2: on. ask the question about leading them or riding them?
3: So she just asked if there was a surgery that was successful for cervical spinal stenosis. I gotcha. So the range is rather large on success. So I don't know yes. if that might be dependent on age or, or perhaps how, how. Um, Difficult of a case it might be, or how there aren't severe. There are too many
1: places in the country that actually do those surgeries. Um, where I graduated from, Ohio State, does them. Um, I think they do them at Reed Riddle now, because Dr. Reed, who was at Ohio State, is not Reed and Riddle, um, so they'll do some. But it's a, uh, you know, it's a tough call, and to do that, and um, at, uh, at our clinic, we usually don't recommend that those be done.
3: So, the other question came from Dennis Bozo and he asked if you know anything about SGF-1000.
1: Well, do I know anything about SGF-1000? What is um, it? So, SGF-1000, I know some stuff about it. I have never used it personally uh, or, you know, for, for any of my patients. Um, this is the uh, this is the substance that is at the heart of this big uh, racetrack doping mm. um, uh, fiasco, so to speak. Um, that's under good underway. word. Good words. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Good word. Um, and, Top shelf vocabulary. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's no there's no FDA trial on it it's basically um sgf-1000 is uh there's some placental pieces ovine placenta kind of made from and there's some a- amino acids and that sort of thing and then and the claim is is that you know it helps repair and helps recovery and it helps with liver function and and those sorts of things those are the claims Whether that is the case or not, uh, nobody knows for sure because there hasn't been scientific studies done to prove that. Um, However, um, you know, there is some anecdotal evidence that maybe some of that does help. But, um, so do I know something about it? I know about it, Uh, have I used it? No. Um,
2: Can I ask you a question, Adam? Yeah. When they give it, do they give it orally or do they inject it, or is it a... It's
1: it's injectable,
2: Just wondered. I was just thinking that by the time the digestive system uses a lot of those supplements you wonder how much yeah, are they actually getting and using and how much is it really affecting them?
1: And you know, the part, part of that was that uh, that deal is um, the bottles were not labeled properly and there's a whole big deal on that and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, so it's that, one that of
3: those fun court cases. But yes. you
1: know That's a federal offense, right now. SGF one thousand is at the heart of that
3: whole deal. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. So, um, Doctor Chaos, you're not on call for Christmas, are you?
1: Thankfully, no. I'm not on call for Christmas. I am not on call for Christmas. So, uh, I've I've spent my time on call back when I was younger. But you
2: know, you moved up the ladder.
1: There is some spoils with being here for almost twenty years now.
3: Um, one of those spoils being a wine bottle with um a very nice, actually. That's that's right. Yeah, with a very nice label on it.
2: Attractive horse on the front of it.
3: Yes, yes. And actually, those are the best labels that I've had in seven years of labelling wine bottles. I'm just gonna say Loco graphics, graphics made them and they put them on like a shield. Like, it looks like a shield, and to me, that's so British.
2: Wrap your trailers however you want it, because they look wonderful. They do. And when you take them off to sell them, your trailer paint job is, like, brand new.
3: Wow. Pristine.
1: Pristine.
2: Pristine.
3: She should be the smokes model for Graphics. I mean... She's so spot on. mm -hmm. Oh, I'm getting the look. He's over here rubbing my leg. No, I
2: made that up. (laughs) But he could be if he wanted to be.
3: Uh Oh. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Dr. Chaos, we are at the end of the segment. Thank you so much for your, your your hard work and commitment on Wednesday nights paid oh, off with pleasure. a bottle of wine. Good. And good? we love Thank it too. You. So we're gonna get you in the studio here one of these days. But Merry Christmas and Happy Merry New Christmas. Year to you and your family. I hope 2021 is marvelous and there's lots of prezzies under the tree. For prezzies! prezzies. I'm sure. Yes. i sure they will. Thank, Thank you. Take care. You too, bye-bye. Bye. We'll be back after this. We're actually going to have Keith Boutet and Katie Joe here to chat a little bit about their experience at World Equestrian Center at the Tom Powers Futurity. And now before I get into trouble for going over, stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back.
5: This show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day, Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the horse talk show are not necessarily that of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance. Promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxers USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala, or online at horseboxesusa.com.
6: Hi, this is Hall of Fame Jockey Mike Smith. we are listening to the Horse Talk Show.
3: Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farns, our broadcast sponsor.
2: Is that sexy hay picture again?
3: I know, it's it's alfalfa.
2: She's showing us a little butt there, just a little butt.
3: I'm Louisa Barton, host of the Horse Talk Show, and uh, with my guest co-host. <laughs>
2: I'm Katie Jo, I'm in here just drinking and bantering.
3: This is Idemoth. Yeah. And we have special guest, Keith Boutet. Keith Boutet. Boutet. Keith. Yeah. Boutet. Keith. Don't Boutet. go anywhere with
6: that one. <laughs> Not like Boutet, like
2: your butt, like Boutet, the French word. So
6: scoot over. Like. I need like get a little closer, Keith. Okay. Get
3: closer to me. Okay. <laughs> Boutet.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: So Keith, before we carry on, tell us about you for what was that one minute? Whatever you guys yes. think,
2: give us your story here, Keith, real quick.
6: All right. Well, my name is Keith Boutet, uh, also known as Keith Stone. I'm owner-operator of Stone Shipping LLC. We transport horses um, coast to coast, north and south. Uh, we've got five, six, seven rigs um, always on the ready and, and, and about every ten days in between. So give us a shout.
3: And ladies, his phone number is up there and there's yeah. a no wedding band. so oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, might be in trouble. He's yeah. a little embarrassed. He matches his shirt right now. Oh, no, no, I got
6: me a lovely lady. Oh.
3: Okay, never mind. Forget it. Don't call unless you need horse transportation.
2: Yeah, horse transportation only.
3: So we're going to switch it up a little bit and talk about World Equestrian Center. Uh, Tom Powers was in here with us a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Lovely, lovely chap. Came in and did um, several segments with us. Talked a lot about the Tom Powers Futurity in about its 40th successful year. And uh, it was actually the first event at World Equestrian Center officially and sort of the soft opening. Because they're going to do the real thing in January, but uh, a wonderful event, an incredible venue, and tell us some more about your experience.
2: Well, so Keith and I are both there. Um, Keith actually hauls some horses to some horse shows for some people too. Um, so he, we actually both got to enjoy it. Huh? It was fun. Yeah. Uh, it was like equine Disney. That's kind of what we dubbed it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we got lucky with the weather, and that when was. When we need
3: effects, we need Minnie and Mickey like running a Yeah, place. we do, with
2: cowboy hats on. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was unreal, didn't you?
6: Yeah, it was incredible. Um, just the layout, uh, how easy it is to get around. You know, there's a lot of these facilities we go to, uh, and they've got kind of a one track, okay? So once you go in, you have to follow the circle all the way around again, and this was kind of a two-way deal, and you get where you need to go on a timely basis. Yeah, that's and, a good point. And, Made it
2: Leave it to the guy who drives for a living to notice that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes,
3: yeah, well he would. He's probably used to trying to get big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very for sure. Spots, right? Yeah.
2: So um, we got
3: some photos of you, and actually we got some photos of me with Cash, who, by the way, I was like, I fell in love with. If he was a guy, if Cash was it, a guy, look at and there's Deanna.
6: You're talking about catch the horse?
3: Yeah, yeah. If Cash was a guy, that would have been there's a situation me. Situation. I'm riding. That would have been a situation if Cash. Could you not was have a found guy? a
6: thinner picture
2: of me? Come on, that's not very nice.
3: You're beautiful.
2: There's Shane, guy in the green shirt. He also
6: lives in Ocala.
3: Cash is a really sweet and happy. Yeah, Cash
2: hair. is a two-year-old horse. Um, there's Rusty. He lives in uh, Ocala as well. I think
3: there's
6: a photo of me with. A Cash. bunch of Texas guys moved to Florida. Yeah,
2: all the te- There's there's <laughs> there's my back. At least I have good hair. Nice butt. makes up for something. Yeah.
3: Yours has a nice butt. I thought you meant me. Thanks. Well, you was one. Oh, there's us. Look, there we are. Uh, Look how sweet he is. So Cash
2: is a Washington Pleasure Horse, a two-year-old, and um, we're getting everybody for a maiden three-year-old class next well, no, not next. Again, I guess next year um, in Texas. Oh look! Look, there he is. I'm hey. sorry but he's got
3: all personality. <laughs> he's one of those. Can I get in your he pocket? He has sexy hair too. I know, and he is one of those that would get on the couch with you. Yes, he would. And cuddle. Mm-hmm, he's and a, those girl are yeah. he's a girl horse. My favorite.
2: Yeah, he's a girl horse. To
3: cuddle, I like you, and look, he likes <laughs>
2: to cuddle. For sure.
3: Oh look, we even got a little bit of you. Here I am.
2: You. Look, look at, at
3: that. Isn't that nice? Pretty fancy. And he's only two. He's
2: two, yes, With ma'am. All that
3: this is right actually his. Yep, this was a
2: second horse show. We just brought him there just to ride around that's and kind of get him used, to, you know, to go into horse shows and stuff. Well
3: done. So, so talk to me more about World Questions and tell us about the, the setup there. How well it works compared to other showgrounds? Like, if you compare them, what what do you feel about? And whether was there anything that you would have had differently or? That
6: needed to change or. And chime in on that. Yeah, go for it. I was really impressed with uh, the, the stalls, uh, the footing, or I guess the floors they had in the stalls. Uh, it was almost like a cushioned. You know I mean? A lot of these horses, we go to a horse show in 10 plus days. Uh, so the, the fact that they're standing on And they're on clay like that, or something, on, or yeah, something or hard. Concrete. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just the alleyways for us to walk down themselves were. Mm-hmm. Oh, just comfy cozy
3: mm-hmm. easy so just just an easy place to work out of just a great facility yeah
2: i mean where where, where tom set the horse show up um there's three or four outdoors right there right outside of our stalls mm-hmm. and so that made it really user-friendly mm-hmm. um one day it rained and uh, the arena that was closer wasn't quite finished yet so we had to use the one that was kind of past that so i mean if you're going to complain it's only a temporary complaint we had to walk all the way down that long walkway through those barns, um, and it's got the green mats in it. I think we dubbed it the Green Mile. The
3: Green <laughs> yeah. Mile? Yeah. It was, it was a, a long way, It was right? a Green Mile, yeah.
2: yeah. Huge eventually, the other arena will be finished. It'll be closer. So yeah. that was just one of those things. Um, Roberts were pushing to get it done by the first of the year for hits. Well, not hits, for their jumping session. Um, and so when, when Tom went in there with his show, you know, a whole month early, they just said, sure, we can. But, you know, it wasn't 100% finished. So, right. that was great. But yeah. Fr- well done. Even the restaurant's food was amazing.
3: Oh yeah, i got to forget about
6: that. It's like the, a one-stop one oh shop. No. The
3: Mexican
2: restaurant
6: is off the yeah. chain.
2: Yeah.
3: I didn't. I, all I did is the Ralph's Burger and Salmon Shop. They but, have truffle fries at Ralph's? Yes. How
2: are you doing?
6: How are you doing? <laughs> how are
2: you doing? Yes. How are you doing? Nice. Those say, I'm a chubby girl. I know how to eat. Mm-hmm.
3: Let me those, tell you something. Those I truffle fries? In my life, had a grilled cheese. Tasted like that grilled cheese, it's pretty good. It was off the chart. That
2: Mimi's Cafe over there by the mall here in town, you know, by the new, yes, by the Dillards. Mimi's, yeah, they have this like triple layer <laughs> grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> with tomato soup. You can actually order that.
3: Tomato,
6: tomato, tomato, or tomato.
3: Or
2: tomato. tomato, tomato.
6: I messed that up. Potato or potato,
3: amazing food though. First a shop. can you believe that?
2: Yeah, anyway, yeah, the
6: food
3: was great. Amazing. I and mean, really, they are, everything is done well there. And
6: convenient. Mm. I think convenience is a huge, uh, they even got a general store. I know. And I know it wasn't ready while we were there at the Powers, but uh, they're going to have a gas station, too. I
3: know. Um, and a laundromat. And you yeah, know how the yeah. little man in the dryer irons your stuff? You know, if you don't like to iron like me. and And... The little man, you put it on the de-wrinkle cycle. The little man, this the, is the little same man. man that steals your sock, one sock. That bastard. The irons. irons, yes. <laughs> the irons, because I don't like ironing. So this place, this laundromat, they have there. It all comes out folded, pressed.
2: These Moscow mm-hmm. mules you made us are pretty good.
3: So. Yeah, but we wouldn't be having those on air.
2: No, I, I mean wait until I off. can't wait until the segment ends so that I can
3: <laughs> <laughs> take another drink of my we're Moscow Mule. Some Christmas cheer, but World Equestrian Center hats off. And ha- speaking of hats, it's a hat night um, here, right here. She stole my hat. Is a DAC supplement, and actually, interesting, funny story. I think we should pick it up higher. We're, yes, yeah. thank you. Actually, yeah, we're really close to being on break, so I'm going to tell this really funny story. So, I I'll was
6: downtown with my
3: better half, taking cute Christmas pictures, and these, this group of people in cowboy hats comes up to us and says, can you take our photos? So we take their photo, they're all in cowboy hats, we take their photos. And funnily enough, when I was trying to find them the other day to come in and do a DAC interview, because they use DAC products, They were there. They were the people I took the photo of under the tree. You didn't? Yeah. They that, posted the picture on that's, their Facebook, um, and I took it. I that's uh, Randy Jacobs.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were there at the Parish. horse show.
3: Parrish family were the people I took the photos of.
2: Oh, I got gotcha. Isn't
3: that funny? Yeah. So anyway, when the Parrish family come back <laughs> to Florida, we need to have you in here. with. I Facebook. told her I'd introduce
2: her, and then she went off on her own and got all independent.
3: Well, I'd already taken a picture, and I didn't even know. But anyway, uh, remind me to tell you about this. But we've got to go to break and um, air the Palm Chevrolet opener for the second half of the show, a quick mention for Paul Centre Vocala and then we're going to tell you episode one of Tough, which will make you, oh, especially until you hear the ending, because you know how there has to be a happy ending. We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show. Stay with us.
5: This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. At All In Removal, we offer the best service and highest
2: quality products. Whether you need fine shavings, large flake, a custom blend, or even bag shavings, we have the bedding and removal services you need. We use only reliable late model trucks, and our team of drivers are courteous, respectful, and hardworking. We train our staff to the high standards we are famous for, and our customer service team prides themselves on being experts on our products and an advocate for our customers, helping them to maximize the value they receive. If quality and
1: service matter, give us a try today.
3: Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology, and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter, and younger you.
4: Welcome back to the Horse Talk
0: Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa
1: Martin. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right! Yes! <laughs> Welcome
3: back to the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to <laughs> Larson Farms and Broadcast Idaho's <laughs> finest alfalfa. We are having our holiday show, sounds bad. Um, we have a pre-recorded segment coming up um, that we're kind of excited to air, it's episode one of the tough story, but before that, a quick mention for Pulse Center of Ocala, if you were an equestrian, you should be being pulsed regularly. The PEMF wave is actually stronger than magna wave and very effective for aches and pains and inflammation, anything that ails you. So um, we're going to switch it over now to uh, Jennifer Ireland, and we're going to talk to her about her miracle foal, Tough. This is episode one, so you're not getting a happy ending tonight, if it's a happy ending. But you'll
4: have to wait for that part, so here it is. Oh, Enjoy.
3: You just gave it away.
4: Um,
3: I'm Louisa Barton with the Horse Talk Show here at the farm of Jennifer Ireland. And we have a wonderful story to tell you. Uh, But we're going to start at the beginning. Jennifer is an ER nurse, so this year has been a tough year for her. But what made it even tougher is that Tuff was not very well when he was born. But Tuff, who's right behind me, has a great story. So I'm going to let Jennifer tell us about him, who his sire is, and how important it was to her to save him. Jennifer, thank you for being with us thank on the show. Uh,
4: tell us about Tuff. So Tuff is a, a quarter horse. He is a son of um, Frenchman's Fabulous. So for those that don't know about barrel racing, he would be the into mischief of barrel racing sires. And uh, I was very happy to have him coming. His mom, this was going to be her last baby. She was 21 years old when we brought her. And everything was going great until her expected due date. She went over. He, she finally folded 362 days. Everything was normal. Quick folding up in nursing. Great, you know, fold check. Everything was great. And um, at the time, I was traveling to Savannah, Georgia, to work. So I would drive up, work three days, and come back. So he was at, um, oakton stallions danny doherty was taking care of him and she texted me on the third day and said are you home and i'm like oh no what she says well i don't want you to panic but he's got diarrhea but the vet says it's lactose intolerance I'm like what's that <laughs> so i wove there and he's very lethargic laying he just lays his head in my lap Aww. and So I'm like, okay, but all of his labs at that point were good. He was a little dehydrated. So at this point, he was how old? Just was three days old. So that was the day he got sick. So about two days later, he really went downhill. He was quick getting up. He wasn't nursing very much. The vet came back out again. And they said at this time, he developed this thing called a patent urakis, where the yeah, the uh, urine was coming through his umbilical cord, and then there, it was bulging out. So at this point, it was getting infected. He said, he's got to go to the clinic. So we, we took him to the clinic, and I was new to here, so I didn't know anybody. So I just went, you know, with the vet that was using, she was using. And they told me, well, here's the deal. His creatinine levels are really high, but he's dehydrated. So I understand all that stuff because I'm a nurse. You know, well, high creatinine levels can indicate kidney failure. So, but she says, I think we can fix this. um, And then we need to fix the navel. I said, okay, let's get him over the hump. The fluids, the first couple days rejuvenated him. He was acting like a normal foal again, playing in the stall. And the creatinine levels went down. And then... A couple days later, they started heading back up and they're like, you know, we think that maybe there's urine pulling in his belly. We need to fix this and we think it'll it'll fix everything. He was kind of unstable, but I said, go ahead and do it. And I was in Savannah, I'm working in the ER, waiting for the call, waiting for the call to see, you know, did he make it through, you know? And she calls, she says, it went great, it went perfect. This should be it, it should fix it. So I came home the next day and when I came home, she called me and said, his creatinine levels are climbing no matter what we're doing. there's probably too much. And now he's developed uveitis where, you know, so would probably indicate some sepsis, which will cause organ failure if it gets bad enough. So started getting aggressive. And um, at this time, you know, because COVID was brand new, They were like, well, we really don't want anybody in here. We don't want to risk. And I'm like, okay, if you make an appointment, you can come in. Well, we were sneaking in, actually, because I wanted to see from my own eyes. She's like, well, he's not getting up anymore. So I went in there, and I'd sit. He'd get up, and he would keep nursing. I'm like, no matter what. He he just had abdominal surgery. He wasn't getting any pain reliever. But he was... Quick question. Had you already named him tough at this point? I named him tough. (laughs) Yes. He got, this is about the time he earned his name tough because he was still getting up. She said he wasn't getting up that much, but when I would get there and be messing with him, he'd get up, he'd nurse, he wouldn't stay up very long. He'd walk around a few times, he'd lay back down. But he kept, for me, he was trying. So a couple of days later, she says, "Look, his creatinine levels are really high now. You know, normal is less than two, and he was getting in the six and seven range. And I, and I knew, understood what that means. That's that's bad stuff. If kidneys don't work, your history, your medical
3: background certainly helped you with this, it, right?
4: It did, and ultimately helped me change my decision. But that's for later. And so." I went over there and I asked her, I said, what has this baby had for pain since he, she goes, well, nothing. We can't give him anything because of his kidneys. I said, there's nothing. I said, because if I had a patient that had abdominal surgery and I didn't give him pain medicine, he's not going to get up or they're not going to want to eat. They're not going to want to get up. So we tried that pain medicine worked great. He got up. It lasted for about 24 hours. She called me again the next day and I went up and I said. Okay, let's let's do it. We'll, we'll go. I, I said, go ahead and euthanize him, and I'll come back and get the mare in a little while. So I called Danny, who is so invested in there. She says, I, you know, I birthed that baby. I said, Danny, I said, I'm I'm going to put him to sleep. I said, I I'm not going to let him suffer. And she's like, No, don't let him die in that clinic. Bring him back to the farm he was born. So, I said, okay. So I arranged for Creech to come pick me and. Tough up in the mare and Danny dug a grave over at the farm. This time, I think he's 10 or 11 days old. I mean, not quite two weeks. Um, so we load him on the trailer. I rode over them, over to the farm with him in the trailer. He laid in my lap in the trailer, and I told him that he was going to go to heaven and that, you know, I was really sorry that I couldn't help him. And, you know, I cried my eyes out. And we get over to the farm and he gets off the trailer in the sun and he gets off. And he first thing he does is get off the trailer and he starts nursing. And then he starts wanting to try to run. And at this point, his legs are so weak from because he's laid on the ground for the first two weeks of his life. And he just won't stop. And to the point that I told my son who was holding the mare. I said, you have to stop moving her. I said, he's too weak to be moving that much because he kept going and going and going. I'm like, wait a minute. This is not the picture that was painted for me now that he's here. So the on-call vet arrived to euthanize him and we're walking around next to the grave at this point. And Danny is like on the phone with somebody. And I didn't know. She says, you have to talk to this lady. And her name was Krista Setzer. She know she's I don't know if she's a veterinarian, but she got on the phone. She says, you are a nurse. You understand what these high, at this point, his creatinine level was like 8.6.
3: What would be normal?
4: Less than two. So you know where he is. And he's not maintaining his electrolytes anymore. But she said, she, and this is what she said, I hesitate to euthanize an animal that is still trying. That's still you. And she says, you know what you're up against because you understand it. And I said, what's another 24 hours? Let's try it. And I wanted to, I consulted the veterinarian in Texas that had taken care of the mayor because they came over here. And I called Dr. Marsh and he said, I would have had that baby in hyperbaric immediately. I wouldn't have waited this long because I, I, it came into my head. I'm like, I wonder if her hyperbaric would help him. So we stayed up all night giving him fluids. And trying to get a hold of Dr. Relon, who I... Hold, hold that thought,
3: Jennifer. Um, we are going to take a break. Um, the good news is you get the rest of
4: this story on the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton. The Equine Performance Center
3: Opala with numerous success stories and featuring the most advanced equine conditioning and rehab equipment available in the world today is striving to be the best in the nation. Find them on the web at epcrehab.com and like them on Facebook now. Happy, healthy horses live in fly-free barns. Don't allow annoying flies and mosquitoes to cause disease and health issues getting between you and your horse's happiness and health. Get your fly misting system now from Acres Pest Control with over 20 years of pest control experience. Family owned, licensed and insured. Get your free inspection with Acres, the best for your Acres. Check them out now at AcresPestControl.com. That's A-K-E-R-S PestControl.com.
0: This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads.
6: Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show.
3: Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. There's that sexy A picture again. There I am, Louisa Barton, host of the show with my <laughs> guest co-host in the studio, Katie joes Zidema. Hi, everyone. And we've got Keith Boutet. from
2: We're Stone. Keith Stone. Keith
3: Stone. Keith Stone. Do
2: you want to John tell, tell a story Boston. about that,
3: Keith? About
6: the Keith Stone?
2: Yes. Yeah. So, Keith Boutet was his name. Actually, Keith and I grew up together in Michigan. Well, I'm older than him, but still. Yeah. And then we both went our separate ways, and now we're sort of back together again. That's kind of cool. I
6: know.
2: Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the uh, so it was always Keith Boutet, and then we sort of lost t- t- touch completely for, like, I don't know, seven years, maybe. Yeah. And then it was Keith Stone, and embarrassingly, everybody kept talking about Keith Stone, and I didn't know that it was the same Keith. Then I knew. So, tell us about your nickname, Keith. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Well, my younger days, uh, Keystone beer mm-hmm. was um, a bit cheaper, and uh, I don't know if you remember the, the mascot for Keystone was Keystone, you know, a boy smooth. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a mustache.
2: Are you serious about that?
6: <clears throat> yeah. I'm very serious, thanks to Travis Dewitt and Jeffrey Gibbs. That's how that name got started.
2: So then they
3: they W Keith Stone. Keith Stone. And that's what Stone Transportation.
6: Yeah, funny funny how that started. Um, so this is 10 years ago we're talking, this Keith Stone came about. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't get rid of it. So I started my hauling company. And six months down the road, uh, still getting checks wrote out to Keith Stone. Okay, so I get to the bank and couldn't cash them. I'd have to call people and explain to them.
3: I'm not Keith Stone.
6: Yeah, or getting arguments with them about, you know, hey, listen, I already talked to Keith Stone, and I don't know who you are, but he's already coming to get our horse. And, yeah, lots of stuff. And you
2: were like, no. Uh, oh, it's Keith, really, it's the same person. Yeah,
6: same guy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. A lot of confusion. So I dubbed the company Stone Shipping, LLC.
3: And that made it easier. And look at that. So... You do transportation, obviously, of all breeds of horses?
6: Yes. yes. Uh, mainly quarter horses, though. I've got a big niche in that market, and I feel like I was just, I was part of that community for a long time. Um, Which makes a lot. sense, a lot right? I've loyalty there, but I've actually moved to Ocala recently. Welcome. The Micanope Reddick area. I, I
3: love Micanope. I have great friends in Micanope.
6: And uh, hoping to expand my business.
3: You have a barn and a farm that you keep in uh, Pilot Point, too, correct, Texas? Correct.
6: Yep, we've got a hub in Pilot Point, and now in... Uh, McAnope, uh, just north of Ocala.
3: Wow, wonderful. So. so, what are your top priorities as far as transporting horses, safety, and those sort of things?
6: I think safety's.
3: Uh, oh, safety? Funny, funny thing to talk about. This, it is?
6: this is back when I was riding Colts, that's not. Ah. <laughs>
2: Trainer first, and you got super, super busted up hurt. Yes. And that was when you decided to start this business.
6: Correct. I'm
2: not yeah. trying to talk for you. I'm just no, trying to no, fill no, in no, the blanks. No.
6: That, that's kind of what happened. Uh, I rode horses uh, professionally for about 10 years, and then um, got busted up pretty good and uh, wasn't able to walk on my own for a while. And, and when I got cruising around again, um, there was going to be a long time before I could ride again uh, either way. So kind of started hot-shotting horses around, and it, it really just took off. Now I've got three rigs of my own uh, running, uh, to and from uh, Texas to Florida. Wow, Sound it's a big
3: sweet. deal and it's a great business because oh my gosh, I mean, uh, probably almost every day on Facebook I see one of my people sure. that I know post need to get a horse from here to here. As a as a horse person who ships a lot of horses
2: and goes to a lot of horse shows and stuff, you know, when you ship a horse, it's nice to know that there's a horse person um, who's driving the truck. You know, because when everything goes fine, it's fine. But when something happens, that's when you know he's not a horse person, you're in trouble. That's right, yeah. that's correct. So absolutely right. What I what do. about Keith yeah. is between him and um, people that work for him that are all horse people.
3: Are your trailers wrapped?
6: I not have yet. Trailer wrapped. Actually, one of the photos I think you guys have. Oh, really? Correct, Correct.
3: Good. Well, at least you know where to go if you want the restaurant. I do now. Yeah. I do now. No, no, now you've sure. got the local guy. The he local. was right here. So I think, too,
2: um, the good thing about Keith is he he works with people who do different routes than him, like Charlie Self.
6: Yep. It's from South.
2: South Florida. Uh, he runs 95 North and South. Is that safe to say?
6: Correct. Yeah, about every 10 days he's, he's running from, you know, up towards Vermont, New York, Pennsylvania. Um, back and forth and then I've got another guy uh, his name is Maverick Smith he runs from the North Texas area to Scottsdale or LA about every 10 days Wow! Uh, I've got another fellow uh, Jason Ducharme runs from Pilot Point Detroit and back uh, about every two weeks
3: and it really does matter if there's a situation now if you don't have a situation you're right uh, anybody that can drive a truck safely sure. can, can take care of it but if there is a situation like god forbid a fire or an accident or an incident with a horse king Horse gets oh, just, right. Any sick, you any get a flat tire and you're stuck in a side of the road with a low.
2: I mean, yes. You hate to talk about that, but that's reality. Right. Um, and so that being said, also as a person who ships a lot of horses, um, his rigs are really nice. They're really clean. They're really nice. It takes good care of his stuff. Because sometimes you get those horse haulers in there, you know, like like we'll sell a horse to somebody and they'll, you know, they'll hire their own chipper, which you know wasn't mm-hmm. under control at that point. They paid for it, in Star horse. And, like, I have this nice show horse, and this rig shows up, and I'm like, man, I don't feel great about this. What are you going to do, you know? So at least, at least when you have a network of haulers and shippers, it's a big part of it. It really is. Especially out of Ocala. You know, so many horses here, and um, your insight into that, Keith, has always been interesting. Uh, a couple of years ago, you said, I'm starting to get more business in and out of Ocala than you are anywhere else in the country. Correct. There's a little bit of a foreshadowing as to why Ocala was booming. Huh? What about, I mean, I don't
6: yeah, want to talk it, for you. Yeah, and well, I made the move out here. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a big decision.
3: And you moved from?
6: Pilot Point, Texas to from Texas, Ocala, Florida. Yeah. Um, you know, a big part of my clientele is throughout the East Coast, um, but mainly Florida.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
6: so I wanted to be closer to take care of those folks. Uh, on a regular basis, versus trying to figure out how I could take care of them. Right. You know, when I'm five miles away versus a thousand.
3: Right. Uh,
6: it really changed the game for me. So, and it, there's a lot going on. WEC. Um,
3: right. Hits. Yeah. Florida whole spot. Uh, well, in southeastern livestock, livestock, family. Really, Wellington. My gosh. Sure. Like
2: in general, a general real estate boom in Florida, anyway. Right. I mean, it just seems like. Florida is the place to be right now. It is. Especially
3: for the horse business, but sure. in general, I mean, look around. Well, you know, it was a $2.6 billion economic impact in 2015. Horses were? Or, yes. yes, in Marion County. Yes, $2.6 billion B. So that was five years ago. So imagine by 2021 with WEC open... That number is now—it's—it's it's an astronomical number, and that's What that'll impact. do for real estate prices yes. yes. alone—I mean, just think about. You know I mean, Keith is
2: just a small faction of people that are moving here because it made more sense.
1: Correct.
2: And you know what that'll do for the real estate market, and what that'll do for—you um, know—the the horse business in general is off the no. chain. You yeah. think about like TT. I saw that they were sponsored here. Mm-hmm. Um, know that's like the
3: it's huge and i just went in there to drop off a bottle of wine and some chocolates and so i just went in there yeah yeah i mean it was fantastic it's (laughs) horse costco yes horse costco yes yes costco's better yeah
2: well just because you can get bulk stuff yeah and and you can can get get nice
3: things in costco as well are
2: you you slamming walmart
3: I would never do that. I think she Walmart's going to have a problem with Walmart it. Walmart stresses me out, actually. I'm just going to say. I mean, I can't even go in there without getting well, even out. little things, like you use Rainies a lot for your truck stuff.
6: Yeah, yeah, there's been... Uh, Rainies
3: is wonderful. Rainies is a big CEP partner, chamber partner. Rainies is, is mm-hmm. fabulous.
6: they a good job for me, and they're local.
3: Yes. Uh, you know, Rainies like, are amazing.
6: Being a local business, I want to support other local
3: businesses.
6: Mm-hmm. Um, I found some fab guys, welding guys. Uh, that, that really do a good job and they're right down the road. i are going
3: to send this show to Rainey's, man. Rainey's are good, though. So Gigi, our director, uh, we now call her the wreath girl, um, <laughs> just gave us the, uh, we got to go to break. So time to take a break, and then we're going to wrap it up with our final segment of the show, when if you would like, you actually can call us. And I don't know if Captain Jack can get this number up on the screen fast enough. But if you want to call us, you can, 352-304-1408. I know that takes bravery, but 352-304-1408. And actually, you've got friends at your house having a drink, so they may... Yeah. So we have um, a bunch of friends there. Anyone who's watching this
2: has seen me texting, they're really being... Elusive. They're, they're being quite sarcastic and funny, and so if they actually do call, we could be in trouble. We'll be back. In a few <laughs> minutes, when
3: we come back, we have. Thank you. Yes, I want to talk about this product when we come back, so we will. But we got to take a break, or we'll be in trouble with Tom Schmitz. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back Acres Pest Control offers a variety of professional pest control services for farm owners, residential and commercial customers. Control pests, fire ants, mosquitoes, rodents and more. Also offering fly misting systems with speedy response, friendly service and effective pest control techniques. No contracts and affordable, effective pest control. Acres, A-K-E-R-S, is the best for your acres. Check them out now at acrespestcontrol.com.
0: This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala. Experience a difference in buying. Palm makes it simple with no pressure. The best sales staff and lots of inventory. Experience the difference at Palm Chevy in Ocala or online at Chevrolet.com. Palm Chevy, buy new roads. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. That's
6: a move
3: back to the last segment of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. This is actually the last segment of this year that will be live. Thank you to Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. There's that hay picture. There's that hay picture. It's a good one. So um, next week, just to let you know, we will have a best of the best. So we will be plucking out Um, some segments, six segments from the past year that are our favorites, and we'll be airing those next week because the studio is closed. So if you happen to be a favorite, you're in good shape. Um, I'll be uh, on two of those. uh, You should should be two out of six, right? I think so, yeah. Before we continue, um, about five or six years ago, my horse was diagnosed with Cushing's and he was very depressed by the prescription medicine and my horse is never depressed so i actually turned to some diet changes and some products from Earth Song ranch and at that time his acth was 293 in less than four months we got him down to an acth of 27 high normal is 35 this winter he's got a fuzzy coat again he's got some fat deposits coming back he's 35 years of age god bless him and So we checked his ACTH recently, and it's 77, which is a little bit too high. So I've been asking Dak, who have been a faithful supporter of the Horse Talk Show for over five years, I've been asking them to make a metabolic formula that works because I think that we need one. Oh, someone's calling. Hold on. Oh, it's Tim here. (laughs) Tell him to hold on. I'm talking. Um, So I am... have made a metabolic formula with an NAFC stamp which is the National Association of Supplements Council and that means it has the stamp of approval measure for measure every single bit of this is actually what it says it is whether it's the first scoop the last scoop or the middle scoop Going to put Sonny on this this weekend. We are going to do his ACTH in about two and a half to three months. What's well, ACTH? And that's the measurement they use to decide if they have Cushing's.
2: I knew the answer to that question. I just wanted to help
3: our viewers. Thank you very that, See? This is why I have you here. Super awesome. She's not just beautiful, she's smart. So, anyway, I'm going to start. On this, if you have a metabolic horse, an easy keeper, or concerns about a horse you think might have Cushing's symptoms, this would be a great way to start at least on a preventative measure. So, I'll let you know how it goes. But this is their newest product, and I'm so excited! Thank I you. have metabolic issues, everything I eat,
2: have on my hips. Here, yeah, this might be thinner, it's better. Um, you're beautiful. We have a guest,
3: yeah, on the phone. Who is it?
2: Hello. I'm
3: I'm from New Jersey, and I have a question for the horse transporter. Yes. What is your name? Uh, Megan. 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 You don't want to give us your last name, I take it.
2: No, it's fine. I, uh, so I have a question for uh, the horse transporter. I know New you Jersey? drive all over the country, and I was wondering, what is the prettiest stretch of road you've ever driven?
3: Ooh. Ooh. Good question. It's a good question. It's a great question. Uh, Megan <laughs> from New Jersey? I, uh, you know, I drive... Yeah, yeah, from New, New Jersey. I'm riding right
2: horse country. Right
3: there, right there in, in, uh, in uh, Hunterdon County. Nice. You know what? I drove through Idaho to see Idaho's finest alfalfa. And I have to say, I was blown away by Idaho. But let's ask Keith. Keith.
6: I believe it is uh, 93, if not 95, there's a stretch uh, just west of Vegas that goes all the way to Reno.
3: So we got to go to Vegas. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, no, we, I, uh, I, I went there one time for a horse show, and um, it was really, fun. We, we overshot it a bit, and we ended up in California, but it was beautiful.
3: I <laughs> overshot it, Megan, but it was lovely. It was fine. So what was your favorite drive?
6: Yeah, it's, it's it's wide open country, and there's there's literally nothing out there.
2: So do you like it because the view is pretty, or because you can just go fast?
3: I like it because you can go fast.
6: Well, no, I always abide by the speed limit.
3: Um, yeah, out there. Well, cool. Amazing answer. Out there. Perfect answer.
6: Uh, it is, is really pretty country.
3: We're very thankful for that when you're transporting our horses for sure. Megan, thank you so yes. much for calling in. Um, thank if, you for having me. Yes, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um, so, if you'd like to call in, you could, this is a special um, new thing we want to try. It's a bit risky. But yeah, I'm a little nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> I mean, if it rings again and it's another person that's as polite as Megan was with a great question, that would be wonderful. Um, I don't know if Captain Jack can get this up on, on the screen Three five two three zero four one four zero eight. You can give us a call in the next five minutes. Can you think of a story fast, Keith, that you can tell us that was an
2: interesting story?
6: Yeah. Interesting story. I
3: mean, I don't mean to. Sorry, um, you, you got the bus, a piece but of yes. fuzz on your beard, sorry. Mm-hmm. I guess my question to you is, what? oh, look, it's up on the screen. How brilliant is that? That's so smart. I know. If you want to, you can call us. We we would love to hear from you, especially if you have a question or even a comment about what you'd like to see on the Horse Talk show in 2021. Sure. Like, you know, are there other specific people that you think we should have on the show? Are there topics that you think we should discuss? What was the question you were going to ask? I was interested in that. That was at least two minutes ago. Sticker remember. shock. Yeah. Not sticker shock. Oh, Oh yes, so the question was, what instructions do you give your drivers when they have horses on board and are transporting them in a case of an emergency? Is there a strict protocol of instructions, sort of like you have an emergency plan on the wall in the place that you work? Do they have an actual protocol to follow? Or because they're horse people, do you just trust their best judgment in those situations?
6: I think both. Uh... A little
3: bit of both. So in other words, you've got to veer off the instructions if necessary to save know it a, needs a to horse I do be a list or... of
6: instructions, but I think communication is key. Yes. Um, speak to me, speak to those people, let them know when you're gonna be there, let them know when you're gonna drop off, when you're gonna pick up. Right. Um, you know, a lot of people wanna know how their horse is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the stuff I broke her out or I'm not doing uh, myself,
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, I stay in touch with those people throughout the process. Um, and so,
3: you're really staying on top of it to make sure that everything goes smoothly in the way that it should.
6: Yeah, and you got to understand these these are all animals that are, uh, some are pets, uh, some are show horses. Right. Um, but they're everyone's investment
3: of yes. some sort. Yes.
6: Uh, so, it's really important to them. Um, I think it's important that I stay in touch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't make anybody feel uncomfortable if they got questions or concerns. Just call.
3: Call. Cool. Yep. Absolutely, because you're right. You you made a point there, and it it can be an investment of your heart and your soul. Um, it can be an investment of your your bank account or it can actually be an investment of all of those and many of us and I can tell just from interaction uh, with Katie Jo's horse at the show that even though that's a show horse being trained and, and brought up to perform and win and maybe one day be sold and whatever the process is but that horse was trying to get in my lap and that was not new for him he clearly loves people. And that clearly tells me something about Katie Joe. You don't come across horses that do that with trainers that are not kind to their horses. Even when they're firm and discipline their horses and correct their horses, horses don't come up and snuggle on yeah. you like that if they don't have good owners. There's a
2: there's a there's a you fine line a
3: lot. There's
2: a fine line as a horse trainer, especially what we do with young horses between teaching them how to be soldiers. And that's my mm-hmm. phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, soldier mentality is whoa means whoa, woe. Mm-hmm. and that doesn't just mean stop. It means put all four feet on the ground right now. Mm-hmm. And then over here, you know, it's okay. You're still cool. We can still be friends mm-hmm. and buddies. You know, there's mm-hmm. a there's a fine line there. There's a balance. And, and mm-hmm. I think um, the hardest part probably about key steel is you get soldiers, mm-hmm. and then you get pets. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able, I mean, because he really doesn't know, he's not with them long enough to teach them. Right. So you kind of have to, it's almost like being a babysitter. Like you yeah. got to tolerate the, the horse's behavior that you get, right? Yeah, yeah
6: and work with the people that, that are also around you, too. I mean, yeah. um, there's Absolutely. every difference here. There's, there's horses I deal with loading and unloading with horse trainers, and then there's individual owners or... Just your pasture pet and, Right. And
3: Right. So we just got the sign from Gigi she's in charge uh that we have to wrap up. <laughs> Katie Joe, I want to thank you so much. Of course Keith, it was fun. I know. So thank awesome. You. It was so nice Thank to meet you. you. Yes. Uh wonderful people. So glad to have them in here for our special Christmas edition, don't forget. At this same time next week, we will be on Facebook and then on the radio on Saturday morning and our podcast as well. Our social media, we're going to flip up on the screen for you really quick. Um, please like us, uh, follow us, um, share I like posts. you. I know you do. And um, I just want to say 2020 may have been a very challenging year for many, many of us. It's certainly been difficult. We're looking forward to 2021 being much, much much better. I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And whether you are in Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around and enjoy our best of the best show next week between the two holidays. First week back in January, we'll have Linda Pirelli with us. And take a minute, take a deep breath and enjoy the holidays. That's right. Enjoy. Deep breath. Take care and we'll see you soon. Bye everybody.